Hello, everybody. This is Emar Sofutu, the Sports Inquirer, and we're joined once again by Georgia Tech head coach for volleyball, Michelle Collier. Uh, Michelle, thank you for joining us. You split your trip to Florida, a lot of action over those two contests. Before we get to specifics, overall impressions of how the team did facing that competition in uh, those environments? Yeah, no, I think a big challenge for us. We knew that um, heading down there. I mean, two great teams. Uh, you know, I think that um, Miami played us really well and, and really exposed some things that we, we didn't do at a level that, that we needed to do it. Um, but I was really proud of how we just finished the weekend, you know, with, with the type of just uh, uh, gut check win there at Florida State. What we did is not easy to do. Um uh, and I feel like we learned a lot about ourselves and, and you know, just growing as a team and as competitors and uh, looking forward to a great week of practice here now leading into to Louisville. And before we get to that Florida State match, which was uh, very intense, uh, the Miami contest, you won the first set, but then dropped the final three. What were they doing well or what were you struggling at on the court to, you think, lead to that result? Yeah, I think that we didn't we didn't serve them as aggressive as we we would like, and so I felt like they were comfortable offensively. Um, obviously, they had a player that was at a good night, and we did we just didn't do a good job of slowing her down, um, you know. And then just kind of made a few errors at the end of sets. There, I mean, all these sets were pretty close, and and there are a few errors that we don't usually make. Uh, at the end of sets that just, uh, you know, I think that our mindset was uh, a little shaky down there and, and we were focused in a, in a way that we needed to to execute um, for whatever reason. So we just, uh, I think that we, we learned from it, but, you know, great match from Miami, um, good opponent, a tough environment to play in, um, you know, and we just couldn't, you know, at the end of sets there, we just couldn't pull it out. Yeah, well, highlight was that Breland and Tamara each had at least four blocks uh, in the match. Just what about defensively? Was the, was that positive? You kind of took away from the contest that you saw you had some active blocking that carried over into the Florida State match and uh, obviously helped you get a victory there. Yeah, I think we, you know, I was proud of the fight. I think we kept trying to find ways um, to make it better and to make plays and and you know to execute at, at crucial times. So I think that that was always there. You know, I think that, um, again, just I feel like our focus wasn't as as where we needed to be. Um, and we, you know, we we talk about it as a team. We reevaluated as a staff, too. And uh, it's, it's just a tough match. It was a tough match. It was a tough play. I, I think that they put some pressure on us. And, you know, we, we didn't respond as well as, as we needed to. But, uh, you know, it's part of the process. And uh, just happy that we were able to to work it out and, and be ready for the next match. And the next match was at Florida State. You dropped the first two sets, 25-14 and then 25-21. What do you say in the huddle at that stage? That was five consecutive sets lost over two matches. Uh, did, you, was you, did you yell at them or did you try to go with a calmer approach? Uh, what, what was said between that second and third set that really kind of led to the turnaround for the team? Uh, we, we needed to wake up, you know, we were just very passive, very outside of our normal, I think, competitor, uh, personality and, and mentality. We were accepting the pressure from our opponents and we, we weren't pushing back, uh, the way that we needed to push back. And so the challenge was to just say, you guys, let's go do it for each other. Let's put some heart into, 
into this and let's, you know, face the challenge. I mean, I think that embrace it, don't let it paralyze you and just fight back, you know? And I think that uh, they applied it. They obviously, uh, I think Julia stepped up as, as, is a big leader in that match for us. And, and, you know, I think that everybody, you know, after that kind of, it trickled down to everybody else and everybody started to make plays and they started to, you know, just have a bigger presence, uh, a bigger want to execute. And then we just, you know, I think we just played with a lot more heart and, and intent um, into what we were doing. And, uh, you know, we were able to see the difference. So I think that this, this was a big learning um I think moment for us as a team and and for each player individually uh, to understand that, you know, this is the way we need to approach competition at this level at all times. So. Yeah. And even in that fourth set, I think they scored uh, the Seminoles 10 consecutive points. Uh, But yeah, but just elaborate more on that because they, it wasn't just, you swept the last three sets easily. It was still very competitive uh, throughout. Uh, We just, we'll get to Julia in a moment because she had a record uh, setting performance. What are some other players that you thought were really crucial for the team um, in those final three sets, even especially that fourth set when they made a run? Yeah, no, I think everybody, I think everybody started to make plays. You know, our medals were touching balls in our block. I think that our defense was touching more balls. Um, I, I thought Leah and Nicole, when they came in, they were able to help us um, out of situations and make plays as well. So I think that everybody just uh, really kept trying, you know, trying hard to to make a play and, and to kind of help the team. And, and I think it was a collective effort um, to get us out of that one rotation that we really got stuck on. I think they scored like 10 points in a row, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so obviously we, we need to do better than that. Um, but I think that just the fact that we, we, you know, we just kept getting after it. We just kind of try to stay focused on our demeanor on the court and, and trying to make plays and, and be an X-ball focused. And, uh, you know, we got out of that. And I think after that, we really, were able to impose our rhythm and finish the match. So it was, it was good. I mean, there's a lot of things that we learned in, in this weekend about our team and, and, you know, about our staff and our players and how we want to continue to, to keep growing. And uh, I was really proud of as painful as it is to, to go through these moments. I think that they, they make the journey uh, even more special, you know, so I was really proud of, of what we did. And we'll get to Julia. We obviously the, the superlatives. You think every week there's be something. It's been done, but 38 kills in that match. I think tied a her career high and then a program high as well. Yeah. Double digit digs. Uh, just what about that performance from her on the offensive end and just defensively with the digs as well? Uh, what what did that just mean for you? And was that a certain stage of the match where you're just like? give the ball to Julia, let her score as many points yeah. as she can. We're going to really focus the, the the passing to her, but just what about her performance uh, individually and just galvanizing the team and getting them to that victory? Yeah, no, I think she's, she's done what she has done a, a few times this year. You know, I think that it's, it's her, her role. Um, and I think that, you know, when she kind of digs deep and finds just that next gear, uh, she's just really hard to stop. You know, and obviously, uh, I think that we found we were able to find a weakness on their defense and, and find what was working. They were really just having a hard time defending Julia and defending Bianca on the left side. And so we, you know, we started to feed them the ball a little more. And obviously, it led to those numbers, but uh, probably a great game plan in, <laughs> in our vision if it's working, you know. So, um, 
and from there, everybody else started to make plays in other areas. You know, everybody started to contribute. I think that we started to serve better. Uh, Meadows were touching balls in the block. They were getting cleaner looks at some points. I think, you know, Tam stepped up, made some plays. Um, Paola made some plays. So, I mean, I just really think that that opened up um, kind of the door to be like, hey, we, we can do this, you know, and, and if we dig deep and, and we really get after it, um, we're going to make some things happen. And, uh, you know, obviously I think that Julia was a, a big ignition to, uh, to get that going, but, um, but everybody kind of followed her and I was just proud of her, happy for her. I think that she deserved this kind of matches and she's, she's that type of player, um, you know, so excited uh, that she was able to, to go through a moment like that. And, uh, you know, we got to continue to be better, obviously everybody. Uh, but, but I think that she really, uh, you know, she really showed why she was one of the best players in the country. Yeah, and she's going to be one of six seniors honored before the Louisville match, before you get to the Cardinals and your revenge matchup against them from earlier in the season. What about these six seniors? And I'm not going to get into details as far as who's coming back and not because of the extra academic year and all that stuff. But, but what about this group and leading the program to such success and dealing with the COVID issues and, and being right in the middle of that during their tenure there what about these group of seniors these six players that have uh, their contributions to the program and on and off the court for you yeah no I think that this is a a class that we have you know we have some players that have been here um, from day one uh, there were early recruits for us like Karen and, and Bree and uh, you know Julia Kinman in, in 2019 and um, you know just we we just we just have them um, you know, a lot of them have been here through the process. Others have, you know, Tally has been here for just this season. Nicole has been here last season. Paola was here too. So, I mean, some of them transferred in. Others have been here for a long time, but they really have uh, made a big impact in our program and really helped us uh, sustain the things that we were doing and continue to kind of lay the foundation uh, for the future. And, you know, just a very important part of, of what we're doing and great people, uh, you know, so it's been it's been nice to see their growth as as people as much as their growth as as players. Um, they all play very different roles um, at different times, but but they all have been very important to the things that we're doing. You know, so they're they'll be missed for sure, and and we're definitely uh, happy to kind of see what's next for them with their next adventures here. But but grateful for everything that they have done for our program. Yeah, is this a class that you think also? really introduced to transfers and bring people from other programs in because it seems like traditionally you've had a lot of players stay to four, even five years and from freshman year to now, but this class seems like the first one year you're really dipped into the, I will say the transfer portal or what the equivalent would be of that, but bringing other players into the program. Would you agree with that? It's kind of the first class we started looking around and your following classes are starting to see that as well, that the younger players but is this class that you really started, like we're going to bring in some other players from other programs to bring a different aspect to uh, Georgia Tech? Yeah, no, I think it's it was just kind of the way that the the, tra the whole transfer uh, piece started to evolve with the NCAA and the rules change and the transfer portal and all that. Obviously, everybody's um, trying to find a ways to to learn from that and, and figure out what's going to make your program be be the best that we can. You know, so uh, we definitely took advantage. Um, of those opportunities and, and we brought in some great people and um, they definitely have made us better 
um, and have helped us um, just move along the way to in the direction that we want to continue to go. Yeah, and how do you handle the senior day festivities? It, it brings a lot of people. Obviously, you're going to have a sold out crowd uh, at O'Keefe. That's a given. But friends and family coming from out of town. You got some international players probably some coming in from outside the United States. Uh, how do you handle that as a coach? All, I'll say distractions, but the extra attention, extra things that go into your final a home match, regular season match uh, of the season? Yeah, no, it's always an emotional match. I mean, it's hard. Uh, you start to reflect back on, on you know, their careers here and kind of what led them to us and, and you know, just the, the journey that they, they've been through our program and, and the ups and downs and all the things that we, you know, how much they made us better, um, how much we learned from them and, and all these things. So it's always a an emotional match that we try to stay grounded as much as possible. Uh, you know, we keep, we keep the ceremony pretty simple, uh, not because we, we don't want to celebrate them, but we, we try to, to keep it short and sweet for a little bit. We still have, you know, they still have a lot of matches to play and a lot of things to, to move forward. And then we, we try to do a bigger recognition celebration during our auction in the spring as well. Um, you know, to just kind of recognize them and, and, and continue to to appreciate everything that they they've done for our program. So, um, you know, we try different ways. Obviously, um, you know, I think our biggest thing is for them to to feel valued and understand how much they they have helped and how much we appreciate everything that they have done um, for Georgia Tech volleyball. And, and you know, how much uh, you know, even though they're moving on, uh, we'll we'll always be here. Uh, I think cheering them on, hoping for the best. You know, and and kind of always being a, a resource for them as well in the future. Um, so it's always fun. I mean, it's, it's, you know, as a coach, these, these closing moments are always hard, uh, but, but you try to, to just see the, the positive side of it and, and the happy side of it and, and really focus on the good. Um, and a lot of the times, the great thing with the senior nights is that we'll still get a lot more matches to play and move yeah. forward to. So, so it doesn't really hit you until that last match, yeah. uh, you know, and, and I think that that's um, another thing that kind of helps the situation a little bit, too. Yeah, for sure. Now you have Louisville uh, coming into town, top 10 nationally ranked team. Uh, you faced them earlier in the season, so you have a direct reference to uh, what you're going to face on the court. They had three players in double digit kills and the last matchup hit 29 percent, held you to 15 percent uh, with the hitting percentages. Uh, what do you remember from that matchup? I'm sure you reviewed it and looked at it. And what can you make improvements on to uh, just face them again on a Friday? Yeah, no, I mean, Louisville is, is always a, a very hard team to play. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they always, I think, put a lot of pressure on us, have, have a good strategy. Um, they've won the past um, two matchups here. And so I think that they, they have some momentum going for them, but, but we – we know that the next one is always the, the big one, you know, and, it, and what you did in the past doesn't really guarantee what's going to happen in the future. So I think that we're focusing on that. We're focusing on being a better team out there, better competitors, um, understanding that they're going to challenge us, um, you know, but we're, we're a different team than we were when we played them. Felt like we had our opportunities when we played them. We, you know, didn't execute in, in some key points there and against a great team like that, if you, miss out on it on the few opportunities that you have then you then you just put yourself in a in a tough situation so 
uh, we're, we're going to have them again and, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll be better prepared to, to execute on them and, and, you know, win. So I, I think that that is our focus. Uh, we believe that we can. Uh, I think that we're going to be working on to be better, you know, be the best team we can on Friday, better than the last time we played them. Uh, but just know that, you know, they're a great team. Uh, they're a great team. They've been a great team for a long time. Great coaching staff. They do a good job preparing um, against us. And uh, we're, we're going to be up for the challenge. Our coach, thank you for your time. We greatly appreciate it. And good luck against the Cardinals on uh, Friday. Thank you. Appreciate it.